You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, Maga. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, still breathing. The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. You can also support this show if you love it. You just go simply to Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. And by becoming a subscriber, you occasionally will get access to information before ever other, other people. But mostly, you get the satisfaction of knowing your favorite broadcast is still on Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Check that out today. Also, if you don't have the time or ability to watch this show sometimes on replay, but it's easier for you to listen, well, we've got a solution. The podcast is now available bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. Check that out today. Oh, yeah. Good morning. How you guys doing? Is the mic hot or am I just excited? Maybe I'm just yelling louder than normal. Bet. Bet. How you guys doing? You guys good? We started with the 10 crack commandments. Machiavelli memes. Legendary meme. That thing did millions of plays, and then it got him fucking banned from social media. So obviously, we've got to play it because we're coming up on the anniversary of that video. That meme was created damn near a year ago this week, and uh, yeah, got to give tribute where it's due. Mac killing it. It's one of the best. How you guys doing this morning? You guys having a good day? Dude, I'm having a weird day. A fucking weird day. Uh, these DeSantis people are... They are the biggest degenerates on planet Earth. They are broken, weird individuals. And uh, that campaign is coming apart at the seams. His career is uh, following it, heading straight into the shitter. And uh, eventually it's going to lead to his regular life falling apart as well. We are on the failure feedback loop of a lifetime. And I am enjoying watching it. Uh, Team Meatball lashing out, reaching out to me privately. You stop it. I'm going to expose you. That's what they tell me. They're going to expose me by reading my book and then telling everybody about what happened in my life a decade ago. It should be a lot of fun. I'm super excited about it. Uh, But yeah, having a lot of fun uh, sort of batting these people around. It's very strange. They have decided to pull Rob off the campaign trail smartly. Uh, Because it's really not something he's good at. And frankly, he can't get it done. So instead, they're making his wife go and fight his battles for him. Which definitely looks masculine and strong. And not at all like you're a gigantic pussy. So, good luck with that. I'm sure it'll go swimmingly. I have no idea who will be watching their children while all of this is going on. But I'm sure it's probably somebody who's more qualified than either of them. Nonetheless, uh, that's what's going on in Team Meatball. And thus, we are breaking them. To the point that they are now reaching out to Trump people behind the scenes, asking them to call off the Dilly Dog. And it's not going to happen because nobody controls me. Nobody. And when I say nobody, I mean nobody, no one, anywhere, ever controls this show or me. And thusly, you can cry and do all the things that you do. And you can reach out to people and... You can hope and pray that they agree with you. And oh my God, they, that is horrible. He did what to you? That is, and then he posted, oh my God, 
We would never sanction something like that for uh, Trump 2024, ever. I'll see what I can do about it. And then they hang up and never say a word because they think it's fucking funny. So, whoopsie. Sorry, bud. Someone should have told you that I, uh, my primary focus as a person is as an entertainer, not as a political pundit. And thusly, if you step into my DMs and or you call people and reach into my world, I'll just make you content. I've been doing it for a long, long time. I'm not interested in getting a political punditry job or working at an administration or getting paid to push a particular candidate. That's not my deal. And uh, so the only way you could probably stop me is to try and make me less funny, which definitely not today uh, will not be happening because it's uh, we're going to have fun today at your expense mostly. But uh, big show. All right. Good morning, everybody. Happy uh, happy Thursday. Can you believe how fast this week is going by? My goodness. Having a good old time. Having a good time pissing off all the right people out here. And it's been a very, very interesting and, and delightful week, I must say. Uh, and uh, the content just keeps con on sort of creating itself. Here we are, July 6th, already. I mean, dude, we were just talking about, oh, my God, June is almost over. Flip the script. It's July 6th. You, now you're already, you're into the throes of July. Barreling forward through the fucking day by day. I mean, it is every day right now for me absolutely feels like a Groundhog's Day. I don't know how to describe it any other way. I blink, I wake up, I blink, it's time to get back into bed. It's so weird because I'm like taking the, the fucking, you know, Randy's got the bed all nice. And like one minute I'm sleeping, the next minute I'm dressed, the next minute I'm doing the show, the next minute I'm fucking pulling the uh, pillows, the decorative pillows off the bed and, and essentially getting it ready for Randy for bed. And I'm just like, how am I back to, and it doesn't slow down. And in between all of that, text messages, phone calls, phone calls, fucking talking to this person, talking to that person. Oh, yeah, I can get to that. Let me expose that. Let me talk about that. Oh, that's hilarious. Let's make that. Checking in with the team. How are you guys doing? You're losing weight. You're gaining fucking confidence. Oh, you're doing things different. Getting along great with your wife. Congratulations. Oh, you're making more money. Congratulations. Then the Dilly 300 sliding in Dilly's DMs. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you need some advice? Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. It is absolutely bonkers. I love it. It's the way I prefer to live. I prefer to live doing fucking Mach 5 with my hair on fire, uh, dealing with all the fucking idiots and bullshit you can, you can imagine, uh, just to so sort of uh, whacking them over the head and, and dispersing of them quickly, which is what's happening right now. It is awkward. The enemies of Trump, the enemies of America, the enemies of MAGA, getting absolutely curb stomped in real time with a smile on our faces. I mean, there's not another way to describe it. It's been glorious. But it's also a time of vacation. It is summer, so many of the meme team and others have been taking vacations periodically, popping in, working for a bit, popping out, family stuff going on. And uh, it's, a good, it's a really good thing. And I'm, I'm pro spending time with the family. I'm pro taking vacations. Take care of your body and uh, gearing up for what is going to be the most important campaign of our lives here in 2023 and 2024. So, uh, tons of fun. But uh, got a big show for you guys. I got a lot of weird shit I have to talk about. Weird shit. Everybody loves a good weird shit show. Today is definitely going to be one of those weird shit shows. I am uh, Team DeSantis sliding in my DMs. This fucking Reuters reporter will not leave me alone. She is on me like stank on fucking shit. And I keep trolling. She won't leave me alone. I've already talked to my 
my contacts and say, what do you think of this? Do I do this interview? They said, absolutely not. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. That was my instinct. Uh, begging to find out how we do what we do. How do you do what you do? The irony is I tell everybody how we do what we do on this show. And none of these cunts has the fucking uh, tenacity to watch a broadcast and find out. They ask me questions every single day that they want to put in their little fucky fuck articles that they can find the answer to in open source right here on the broadcast. But nobody does it. They don't want it. They're like, I don't want to sit through it. It's like, well, then I'm not I have anything to help you with. I'm sorry. Eh, there is no cheat sheet, you fucking loser. Uh, so it's kind of funny. But yeah, dude, these reporters hounding myself, hounding the meme team. How do you do this? How do you do this? What's your what's your motivation? What's your blah, 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 blah. And in the between, we just fucking we, we just keep crushing them. So it's been an amazing, uh, amazing ride. Oh, dude. What is going on around here? I got a bunch. Oh, oh, these are crazy. I got memes that I just, these are fucking bonkers, bro. Some of the stuff that I'm holding on to right now is just bonkers. Can't even explain it other than to tell you bonkers. What, what is going on in the world right now? Fucking, are you shitting me? Are you shitting me, Biden? You guys can't figure out who was doing the coke? You couldn't figure out whose cocaine was in the library? Really? It's the official uh, message from Secret Service. Uh, we don't know. We don't even have a guess. We don't even have a guess. We're not sure. I wish you guys would just leave it alone. It's not an important story. Why do you keep talking about it? Yeah, I know. I know. And we opened with Machiavelli memes, 10 crack commandments. People say, oh, my God, where did all this footage come from? Well, it's been out there for a few years now. And you say, well, why is anybody doing this? Why is it getting reported on? Well, because if you post that stuff on a social media, a lot of times you can get yourself in hot water because they don't want you seeing Hunter Biden banging hookers, smoking crack, and playing with guns. It's not a good look for the Biden family. But unfortunately, the evidence that uh, Hunter was the one doing the blow in the White House is mounting daily. As a matter of fact, we've got this fucking video. And uh, let me just tee this thing up. I don't know what the hell is happening here. It is rumored that this is Hunter Biden on the 4th of July doing a bump of coke in front of the television cameras while hiding behind the parents. I don't know. Dude, what? Is that what that was? Is he doing blow? Is he doing blow back there? Here, let's loop it. And uh, let me take the volume down a little. That's distracting as fuck. Volume not so important. Let's bring that down. Let's go ahead and let's loop it. Let's see if we can break this thing down. What do you guys think? So he allegedly, he, he dips back behind Jill. You can't see the full framing. I don't know if he's doing blow back there. I can't fucking tell. It seems like he probably is. He was high as a fucking kite though. There's a lot of other videos of him this evening just absolutely out of his mind. And, uh, whew. I don't know, what do you guys think, dude? Is that him? I mean, I know it's him, but is that him blow doing blow? Because he was doing something behind her, and then there's another clip that shows another frame where he is losing his marbles. Like, he's just sweating profusely, and I don't know. And it's weird to, you know, I don't want to accuse a guy that's such an upstanding citizen of doing illicit cocaine and drugs in the White House, but unfortunately... Hunter sort of has a history of this kind of thing. I can feel 
Ready for war, Joe? How you wanna blow these spots? I know these dirty cops that'll get us in if we murder some wop. Hop in your hummer, the punishes ready. Meet me and Beatles with noodles, we do this do while he's slurping spaghetti. Everybody gets the fucking floor, Joe. We crack, fuck them all if they move. Noodle, shoot that fucking whore. Dead in the middle of little, literally little. Did we know that we riddle to middle? Man, who didn't do diddly? It'll be a cold day and how the day I take it now. Make no mistake, for real, I wouldn't hesitate to kill. I'm still a fat one that you love to hate. Catch you at your mother's waist. Smack you, then I whack you with my subtrae. I rub your face off the earth and curse your family's children like Amity Villain. Drill the nerves in your cavity, villain. Insanity's building a pavilion in my civilian. It can't be the anarchy that humanity's filling. A villain without remorse who's willing to out your boss forever and take all the cheddar like child support. I support one in anything he does, anything he loves. Another brother from another mother sent for the above. A dark nigga just like me, one of the best might be. Even better, leaving niggas kneeling on a right knee. Spike Lee couldn't paint a better picture. You small change, I'm blowing out your brains, getting richer. Hit you with the mask. Smackin' bitch, nigga, what? You gettin' stuck, my trigger figures into yet the fuck. Truck jewels, jewels. cruising in the land, pumping cash rules. Last crew to one and quarter hundred trying to pass through. That's true. So who the next to get it? T.S. the best that did it. Get it off your chest, get admitted, and it's here. Yeah. And you don't stop. Twenty shot clock with the cop, killers fiddler to the top. Yeah. yeah, and you don't stop. Joey cracks the rock, and Big Pun keeps the guns cocked. Yeah. yeah, and you don't stop. We'll make it hot, nigga. What? Bring it up, blow your whole spot. Yeah, and you don't stop. It's still one eight seven on an undercover guy. Fuck. It feels like there might be a suspect that they don't want to name. You know, like I'm just saying, like. I feel like there's a chance that we might have an idea of who left drugs in the White House. And I understand the Secret Service and other law enforcement are having a, they're at a dead end. They couldn't, they don't know. We have no idea. They don't even have a suspect. They haven't even named a suspect. They don't even know. I just feel like. The likelihood of that guy in those videos, also this guy on 4th of July, it feels like we might know whose cocaine was on the table. I mean, I just, it feels like there might, you know, I don't want to point fingers, but I mean, <laughs> dude, the Bidens are like peak degeneracy. They took all this shit that Bill and Hillary Clinton did, and were like, hold my coke. Like, are you kidding me? Absolutely incredible. Incredible what these fucking degenerates have done in the White House and to the, the American public since they've been there. I mean, this is unbelievable. Junkies, pedophiles. This is peak degeneracy. We got a fucking president right now whose own daughter openly discusses the fact that she was molested as a child and discusses in her fucking now verified memoir slash childhood diary in her own child words and her own child handwriting openly discusses the fact that her father, Joe Biden, would get in the shower with her unless she waited until like the middle of the night to shower when he was sleeping so he couldn't essentially walk in on her showering and then join her. It's in her own words. This isn't a conspiracy theory. It's not a rumor. It's her own fucking words as a kid asking, was I molested? I don't remember. 
my dad would like to sneak into my showers with me. So I started showering in the middle of the night when everyone's sleeping so he wouldn't get in the shower with me. It's in the fucking diary. It's in, it's, it's in my, where's my book? Oh, my book's somewhere around here. It's in my fucking Hunter Biden book, okay? It's in the laptop book. It's right there, plain as fucking day, in her diary. These are the biggest degenerates we've ever had in the history of this country to have lived and occupied in the White House. It's very sad, very gross. Sick. And we don't even have to play that game of what if it were the Trumps? We all know what would happen. We all know if any of the fucking Trump family even had a hangnail, what would have happened? If somebody would have drank some alcohol and got a little too tipsy, what would have happened? Or done anything, even semi-illicit, what would have happened? But it's the Bidens, and so therefore, they get a pass. Now, the Biden administration and the Biden family are disgusting people. They're fucking weird. And uh, that approach to politics seemed to have, seems to have trickled down into other establishment candidates, namely one candidate right now who essentially is uh, rostering a group of people that are very Hunter-esque, and that is Team Meatball, Team DeSantis. I wish I was joking, but I'm not. These people are weird, unhinged, people with uh, legitimate substance problems and total and complete degeneracy. Never seen anything like this. And uh, if you don't believe me, well, we've, we've got the receipts. It's been a rough morning for Team Meatball. New York Times front page. A lot of stories on here, none of which matter to you except for this one. DeSanta's misstep by misstep struggles to cut Trump's lead. Now, I know what you're thinking. So what? He's on the front page of the New York Times getting dunked on by an organization that openly hates Donald Trump. And what does that mean, Dilly? That's not that bad, is it? Is it, is it really that bad? Well, it, I mean, it kind of is, considering that the New York Times would never willfully give Donald Trump any kind of credit. And, uh, and then you got to take the hard truth being given out by mainstream media, finally, and then you combine it with someone like Soul Memes essentially putting all of these hard truths into memes. Rob, you got it. Never ever back down. Yeah, you got it, Rob. You got it. There you go. Please, doing great, buddy. Okay, yeah, that was a little unfair. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a height joke. It's because he's little and his fucking polling numbers are little, and that's not right. But you know what? That's not fair. Those are just, it's the New York Times, and that's just soul memes playing with them and having a laugh at their expense. Not, that's not. Okay, that doesn't really mean like degeneracy, right? Degeneracy would be like if one of the people that uh, you have allegedly been paying or paying for, uh, degeneracy would be if that person uh, who is married started, you know, going on dating apps all over the internet trying to get laid uh, while doing so completely shit-faced drunk. That would be embarrassing. Now, this guy, I'm told, uh, is allegedly... Allegedly, John Cardildo. Now, I can't confirm that. I just know that he's got the same uh, 1970s serial killer uh, glasses. His name is John. He's got that same swollen, drunken, bulbous nose. 
and they're the exact same age. I don't, I can't confirm it. Uh, he also seems to be very frustrated with the dating apps. And, uh, and I can't say that I would blame him because he says the amount of fake profiles here is mind-blowing. So hopefully you're not one, and they always have the uh, uh, location in the most exotic places on earth. Okay, so, you know, he's, listen, it's Bumble, ladies. It's Bumble. A Bumble is an app for the ladies where they get to choose who they reach out to. Well, he is also letting you know he's a, pri a partner at a private equity, which sounds super, super fascinating. Now, I don't know if this is the guy that works for the DeSantis campaign. I have no way of verifying this. I only know that they have things in common, like you want to meet a guy who knows how to hold your hair back after a night of competitive drinking, or you like to give a good old-fashioned broke back Peggy. Wait a minute. That's a meme. Camptastic, did you just get me with a meme, you son of a bitch? Okay, this, this is a meme, everybody. We're not camtastic, you son of a bitch. He didn't actually write this, did he? I don't think Cardildo wrote the words that he was actually openly looking for a pegging. That is not right, Cam. I, I was looking for actual, real, legitimate content. And here you go, putting in here this shit where it looks like a thing, but it's not a thing. That's a joke, right? You, you, you're just making fun of them. That was very, that was pretty uh, sneaky of you, Cam. That was, I wonder what the original one actually said. Was it worse or better than the, uh, than what we're looking at here? I don't know. I don't know if this is worse or, oh, wait, you know what? I might have the original. Let's take a look. Let's go to the fucking tape and see if the original was actually worse than the uh, meme. I don't know. Let's find out. You be the judge, America. You be the judge. You want to meet the most witty, interesting, and desirable guy on the planet? Or if you want a normal, healthy relationship with a healthy, stable guy? Oh, that's way better. Yeah, this one's way better than ask to get pegged. This is definitely not as salacious as that last one. This one's not the cringiest fucking thing ever written in the history of dating profiles. This is a lot better, guys. It, it, listen, ladies, I don't know who this guy John is. I don't know if it's the guy that's the same guy that's working uh, allegedly on Team DeSantis or not. I don't know if it's the same guy. But let me tell you, this right here is the fucking vision of stable guy. Healthy, stable guy. This is, you like horses? He fucking rents them for a living. He re he'll rent you a, a pony if you want. He'll write, and if you also, I don't know if you guys know this, because I've always wondered where I kind of fell on the list of, uh, hold on, most witty, interesting, and desirable guys. And I'm probably not in the top 1,000 or even 1 million, uh, but I apparently just found out who's number one. It's this asshole. It's this guy right here. Anyway, this is what sort of is go passing as a uh, online influencer for Team DeSantis, allegedly, but uh, I don't know. You guys be the judge. Sounds kind of, sounds, I mean, look at that photo. What a great photo you took of yourself with your white hat and your rented pony and your serial killer glasses. Huh? I mean, that's a pretty, ladies, are you, 
No? Maybe? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll rent you a fucking... You can feed it carrots and shit. You guys just have to have it back in the stable by 4 o'clock because the next person who owns a tenth of that horse or rents it anyway is going to be there. That's only... He's got rules. You can... Anyway, I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe I'm just... Look, I know. People said to me, they go, what's the big deal? He has a dating profile. I'm like, nothing except for he's married. They're like, oh, well, that's a problem. I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, by the way, he didn't like the fact that I tagged his wife in those photos. Uh, he got very, very angry and sent me a bunch of crazy DMs, which, if you want to read them, are on my Twitter page. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't... I don't know. He, did, he said, I have crossed a line, apparently, by tagging his wife, who doesn't have a private Twitter account at all. It's completely open. Uh, I did, out of respect for that poor lady, delete one of the tweets, because uh, I was quote-tweeting somebody, and I'm like, who is this? And then I found out it was his wife. So that was apparently in poor taste on my, my behalf. I didn't uh, realize that she might not be aware of his online dating persona which uh, probably caused a drunken bender last night and probably a lot of arguing and crying and hurt tears, uh, which, you know, to, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't know. I ain't fucking know. You're so braggadocious about the fact that you're chasing tail all over the place. I didn't know your wife was on the fucking internet, and I didn't know someone was going to tag her. I didn't know that. How the hell could I be? How? I'm not the one telling you to go do the shit you're doing. I didn't make your fucking... Shit, I don't, I don't make you post up that you're the wittiest man on earth. What'd you think was going to happen? You told all the girls you're the most interesting guy in the world. Of course they're going to fucking reach out to you. Anywho, I digress. It was a mistake and an oopsie. And yes, fine. You know what? That's enough Cardildo. We're not going to judge Team DeSantis just by John Cardildo. That would be unfair. We're going to judge them by Meatball himself. Call me Mr. Lamb Fries. You polish off that plate and you break the record. 28. That one makes 26. Stand back, everybody. The record falls tonight. I believe that record will fall tonight. 27. It stood at 28 for nearly two years now. 28. That's a tie. That record was gonna last forever. Most folks just don't seem to have a taste for testicles no more. Testicles? Yes, ma'am. Sheep balls. That's right. Tell them why yours are so tasty. Well, the trick is, you've got to clip them off way up high. <laughs> Meatball can't catch a break. That's just, that's not right. You know what? Record's a record, right? C3P memes. You give him his fucking credit, okay? Yes. Yes, he ate a bunch of balls. But you know what? Number one. If you're going to eat balls, you might as well eat all the balls. That's pretty good. I don't know. Anyway, that's just not. That's that's unfair. Let's, let's do real news. Oh, shit. DeSantis got ripped by the Peaky Blinders guys for using the show in... Pride campaign ad. Boy, there's a lot happening in that headline, isn't there? Rob DeSantis ripped by Peaky Blinders, the show on fucking TV, for using using the show in a Pride campaign ad. Now, 
What's unfortunate for Team Meatball is that most people will just read the headline and they'll assume that he put out some kind of like gay pride campaign ad involving Peaky Blinders, which sounds ultra, ultra gay. Really, really an unfair wording of a fucking news story. But let's clarify. On behalf of the partners of Peaky Blinders, Stephen Knight, Cillian Murphy, Karen Mandebach Productions, Tiger Aspect Productions, and Banny J. Wrights, we confirm the footage of Tommy Shelby's character used within the video posted by Ron DeSantis' campaign was obtained without permission or official license. We do not support nor endorse the video's narrative and strongly disapprove of the use of the content in this manner. Oh, God. That is so fucking embarrassing. This is, uh, that is so fucking embarrassing. And uh, Team DeSantis tried to pretend this was an organically created meme, but then they got caught trying to explain the meme and what it meant uh, because they actually did play a role in the production of it. Very awkward, but you know what? This is what happens when you have only one memer for your entire shitty campaign and no one else creating content. The guy can't check every box. He didn't know. He thought he had made a fucking great campaign ad. And it got lots of attention, just all kinds of the wrong attention. Now, okay, so we can't, we don't want to judge the DeSantis campaign on John Cardildo. And you don't probably want to judge it on their one memer, because that wouldn't be fair. So let's just judge it based on Bill Mitchell. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. It gets worse the more you watch it. It's, uh... Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Okay. <laughs> Now listen, there's nothing necessarily salacious about this video. It's just really gay, and I wanted to show that to you. Uh, Bill Mitchell has no game. Uh, this is, I don't, this actually is not probably fair of me to use because this doesn't actually have any newsworthiness. And uh, there's really nothing salacious. It's just kind of fucking gay and funny. Anyway, let's check in on uh, campaign spokeswoman Christina Peshaw. <laughs> All right, that wasn't better either. Okay. Uh, all right. As you can see, Team DeSantis is having a really... They're having a hard time. Hold on. All right, hold on. Someone's going to do something right around here. It's, it's, it's not that bad. Listen, you guys, it's not that, it's, <laughs> that, was that altered? Is that an actual clip? Is that real? Is that fake? Is that? <laughs> okay, can someone get a community notes out for me? I can't tell, is this, was that actually what she said? I've never, they don't put her on camera, so I don't have a lot of, I don't know if it's, it's either, maybe, let's, 
Can we slow it down? I'm going to see if this is real or not. Let's try to decipher this. God, I still don't know. Is it real? Is it fake? Okay, that's a little slower. Can't really quite tell. Let's speed it back up. Okay, that was too fast. Let's uh, one more time. Mmm, sounds a lot like her. I, I'm, I'm still I'm torn. God, the eyes are the same for sure. I just can't tell. Let's go back to regular speed. God, I'm a, dude, the jury's out. Let's post it on Twitter and see if we can get it fact-checked. Let's slow it down one more time. God, yeah, I'm saying that's real. I, I can't prove it, but in my opinion, I think that's actually her. I don't know. It's, just, <laughs> it's going well. Listen, okay, fine. We can't judge the campaign on John Cardildo. We're not going to judge the campaign on the fucking one memer they hired. We don't want to judge the campaign on Bill Mitchell because that's not right. And we probably don't want to judge the campaign based on Christina Peshaw because we don't know if that's actually a real video of her. Let's judge the campaign based on DeSantis and... His willingness to go fight on the front. Oh, wait, never mind. Casey DeSantis is hitting the campaign trail without Ron. Florida's first lady will launch Mamas for DeSantis at first solo event in Iowa so she can help her husband close the gap in the polls with Trump. So, okay, let's judge the DeSantis campaign on how well Jill Casey DeSantis represents Rob on the campaign trail. Does anyone have any questions for the first lady or Wait for me? Is there anything, uh, softball, anything, softball. You, anything else we need to address? Oh, how we met. Okay. Good question. <laughs> you know, I think he talked about it uh, in his speech a little bit, but I think it's really important. That everything that Florida has led on, you look at his election when he was... Uh, It's fucking not going. I don't know how to tell you this, you guys. It's not going. Hogman, that was fucking mean. All right? That was really mean and really funny. It was not. I don't know that that represents this show. as Actually, it pretty much does. But he's having a hard time. His wife's going to go out there and try to do battle for him. You know, and now, now out of the woodwork, we even have, we found a meme by our friend, not a bot. He's not sure who posted it or where it came from. But even random people are getting involved in dunking on Team DeSantis. It's painful. Look at this fucking totally organic and we have no idea where it came from meme. Free, running free, running fag on. 
Yes. See the faggot, see the running faggot, running faggot, running free. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh my god, who wrote those lyrics? That was awfully mean. Dude. Alright. Okay. Alright, so the internet is not tolerating his shit, but a lot of that is really just subjective. You know, there's a lot of people who are going to see that video and say, that's disgusting and offensive and inappropriate. Why don't you, why don't you make fun of the facts? Why don't, you, why don't you talk about the facts instead of pretending you know about the facts? Why don't you actually, well, unfortunately for you, we've got random new memers emerging and they are citing the facts. Rhonda Sanctimonious is being crushed in the polls, all of them. His poll numbers have not been going in the right direction. Goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Shout out to Brandy with the B for her very first meme getting played here on the Dilly Show. You did a great job. I may have added those extra last two clips, which I can't help myself. They are the greatest thing I've ever seen on the history of the internet. Uh, horribly, horribly embarrassing. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yep, you too, honey. Agreed. Agreed. You guys, uh, by the way, meme team, feel free to use both those clips as uh, excessively and irrationally as possible. The uh, the Bill Mitchell and the Christina Bashaw clips could be added to really any video all the time, out of context, in context. It doesn't matter. They, It's like a period. You know what I'm saying? Or this one's more like a... This is more like an exclamation point. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> you totally. I agree with you. I wonder what would happen if we, uh, what if we like looped some of these? If you loop, I wonder if they get funnier if you loop them. Let's try. No, here. Hey, hold on. Okay, that's pretty good. All right, go ahead, Justina. What's the campaign strategy exactly? And then what? And where will you go from here? And what was Ron's message? We don't understand, Christina. Is this? Is Christina, we're trying to get a... Hold on. Uh, you know what? Let's go to Bill Mitchell. 
Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, I gotta be honest with you. That Bill Mitchell video feels like it should be a part of some kind of like uh, fucking public uh, service announcement uh, deferment program for your children meeting up with people from the internet. Uh, that is the creepiest thing I have ever seen. Hey, hey, I uh, heard you like goatees, so I thought I'd try growing it back. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah, just uh, let me know. Talk to you later. Bye. Why is he leaving a voicemail with that stupid face? What is that? Where did that come from? Someone told me that's from his grinder account. Can you imagine? Hey, Big Bill coming at you. Huh? Would you like to meet Little Bill? Hmm? Yeah. Hey, I heard you like goatee, so I tried growing it back. Do you know what a fucking fag you have to be to try and grow facial hair to court a woman? Do you know how pathetic that is? Like you find out she likes fucking goatees? So you don't just sort of subtly grow some facial hair. You do it deliberately and then you send her a message like, do you like my pencil goatee? Do you understand? <laughs> I can't with this. Free, running free, running faggot. Running free, see the faggot, see the running faggot. Running faggot, running free. Does anyone have any questions for the first lady or Wait for me? Is there anything, uh, softball, anything, softball. You, anything else we need to address? Oh, how we met, okay. Good question. You know, and I think he talked about it uh, in his speech a little bit, but I think it's really important. And everything that Florida has led on, you look at his election when he was... Uh, Bullshit! Uh, you know, you know, you know, I hope you fucking Congratulations, Hogman. You, uh, you got yourself something there, bud. That one is, uh, you need to be, all you need to do, Hog, is just reply to all DeSimps with that fucking video, and you're good. You're absolutely money with that one. <laughs> and yes, I know, I have a tendency of playing shit into the ground, so we're going to delete it off of the set so I don't get tempted to play it over and over and over again. Okay, that's the last time for that one. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, that that was. Hey, you that told was me probably, you like okay, goatee, you know so what? That's the last time. That's that's it. it. Okay, okay, I lied. That one I'm probably gonna play more. All right, here, here's a. I'm not playing these anymore. I'm just gonna keep them just in case. I'm not saying I'm gonna not play them, but I'm not saying I am gonna play them. I'm just saying they're there just in case you might need to use them because. 
Yeah, DeSantis' campaign's going super, super well. It's going so well that even a classy lady like Christy Nome, uh, Governor Christy Nome, rather, uh, when asked about Donnie J. Trump and specifically Meatball, uh, refused to even acknowledge Meatball's existence by name, which I found incredibly impressive. Good job, Christy. So uh, let's mm -hmm. talk about the, the Republican field. I know you have not ruled out running, but looking at the field, you have quality candidates. Even I see Democrats uh, admitting that. But yet the president's lead is strong. Do you think it's because of his team and his message, or do you think the field is underachieving? Well, I don't think it's necessarily because of his team. I think it's because of him. I think he's a fighter, and every day Americans get up and they're shocked by what they see happening in the United States of America. And they recognize that when President Trump was in office, uh, that they were safer, that their national security concerns were not at the level that they are today, that they had more money in their pocket, food didn't cost so much, gas didn't cost so much, and they're thinking, wow, I'd do anything to get that back again. And this president doesn't give up. I think that's what's incredible about President Trump is he is a fighter. So we've got great people running. I'm not going to say that some of these candidates don't have a lot of opportunities here, but with President Trump in that race and us needing someone who will really go to the mat for the American people, I don't see how they get the traction to come out on top. 35 million he's put up uh, in the last quarter raising. Mm -hmm. It's extremely high number. Uh, do you think uh, the word is DeSantis will get close to that? Do you think if there's anyone to emerge out of the field, it would be him? You know, I've run probably 11 campaigns now, Brian, and what mattered to me was the small donors, the people who cared enough to send you $5, $10. President Trump has millions of small donors that invest in him. They maybe aren't rich people, they aren't big donors, but they go out there and they use their hard-earned money to get a mm. leader elected. I don't think any of the other candidates have that kind of commitment from the people that invest in them. They have big donors that write them big checks. I think that is powerful. But those small donors that President Trump has um, really sends another message as well. Let me translate. That's a great question, Brian, but here's the thing about that fucking meatball. Uh, yes, he's probably going to get a lot of money, lots of millions of dollars, but he's an establishment candidate who's taken dirty money from all the dirty corners of politics, and President Trump is the people's champion who's raised millions and millions of dollars from millions and millions of donors who all give small amounts. So while it is impressive that Team Meatball is going to have a shitload of money in their war chest, the reality is America fucking hates that dork and uh, Trump's going to curb stomp him. There. How was that? Was that pretty good, hon? I really appreciate you being a classy, wonderful lady that answered the question. And I'm just trying to make it as clear as day what you meant by answering it that way. Uh, great job. That is how you go out and you essentially give a very soft endorsement of Donald J. Trump. And I also find it interesting that she is acknowledging that there's nobody that can beat Trump, but she's also not ruling out running, which tells me she might be considered for a VP position. That's what that means. If I'm doing a little, uh, just assessing here, a little political punditry, uh, what I believe that means is, yes, I'm not ruling out running, but I'm also not taking on Donald Trump because you're fucking high as shit if you do, which means maybe, maybe, I would have the honor of being his running mate. That's what that means. So, who knows? I don't know. If that's the carrot you have to dangle for Christy Nome to go out on television and stump for you constantly, I'm okay with Trump doing that. You understand? I don't think she'll be his VP pick at all, and I don't want her to be, 
But if that's what you got to do to get that face on the television and essentially decimating everybody else in the race while promoting you, you just dangle that little fucking, here you go. You want to be VP? Maybe. We'll see. Let's meet. Let's have a meeting. Maybe. What do you think, honey? Huh? Maybe. I don't give a shit. He won't pick her as his running mate, but I have no problem with him dangling the carrot. And honestly, I also don't have a problem with her getting on television saying nice things about Trump. Good. Okay. That's great. You got to understand it's a campaign and uh, you take what you can get right now. She's not, you know, Christy Nome, I think, could end up actually being uh, somebody inside that administration, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't like a lot of her backing and a lot of her her past decision-making and some of her things, but we're not going to sit here and pretend she's not useful. People in South Dakota seem to like her. Not all of them, but most. Most do. Most like her. I mean, I don't know. We will see. We will see. Meatball having one hell of a time. Now, if you thought Meatball was having a, a fucking rough day, there's other people still having rough days as well. We already talked about Biden. He's having a rough time. And uh, his son is having a hard time. And Donnie J. Trump is having a wonderful time with this. This is, this is my favorite version of Trump. My favorite version of Trump is the I say whatever I want and have fun doing it version. It's the best, okay? Does anybody really believe that the cocaine found in the West Wing of the White House, very close to the Oval Office, is for the use of anyone other than Hunter and Joe Biden? But watch, the fake news media will soon start saying that the amount found was very small, and it wasn't really cocaine, but rather common ground-up aspirin, and the story will vanish. Has deranged Jack Smith, the crazy Trump-hating special prosecutor, been seen in the area of the cocaine? He looks like a crackhead to me. <laughs> All right. Now you listen to me. <clears throat> now you listen to me very clearly. Donald Trump is facing up to 400 years in prison with the alleged crimes that uh, Jack Smith is saying he committed. And if President Trump is convicted of any of those crimes, he will rot in a jail cell the rest of his life. And with that being said, Trump is calling the prosecutor who is aiming to incarcerate him the rest of his life a crackhead in front of the whole country. And this is why I will always love and respect Donald John Trump. Facing a fucking crooked, deranged prosecutor, he goes on social media and announces that he thinks the guy looks like a crackhead. I am here for this. This is, I am all about this level of honesty. This kind of honesty is what I live for. And nobody does it better like Donnie J. Trump. Hey, guy trying to put me in prison the rest of my life and potentially face the fucking death penalty for treason. Yeah, you. You look like a crackhead. I think I'm going to write that on True Social. That would be hilarious. Watch this. Watch how many likes I get. This would be so funny. This is going to be on every news morning talk show when I write this. Watch this. Yeah, you don't think I'll do it? I don't care. You already charged me, dipshit. I'm not scared of you. Post. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, Donnie J. Trump, I love you. Whatever happened to the 1,850 boxes of documents that Biden won't show to anybody? What about the docs found in Chinatown, D.C., and those in his unsecured garage where Hunter stayed as China was sending Biden millions and millions of dollars for doing absolutely nothing? Maybe the nothing was for doing plenty. Hmm. Perhaps, President Donald J. Trump, you 
are asking all the right questions. You should keep asking them like this one, which is a totally reasonable one. And America wants to know. Trump asking what everybody is wanting to know. Where are the White House security tapes? Like the ones I openly and happily, happily gave to deranged Jack Smith, which will quickly show where the cocaine in the White House came from. They already know the answer, but probably don't like it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Trump on this one. I have a feeling that they do know the answer, and I have a feeling that they're not liking what they keep coming up with. And uh, one person who seems to have found at least one video about this was our good friend, Bad Karma. We have a situation here. Looks like Hunter has left the confines of the White House and is dancing in his underwear outside, having just walked to the fence for something. What should we do? This freaking crackhead is going to be the death of me. Hit him with the fucking lights and wake his crack ass up. Sir, he's still fucking dancing even after the spotlights. God damn it. If we don't stop him, he will have a damn rave party. I'm so over this administration and their family. I swear Hunter has to be the smartest guy I know. Send an alpha unit. Sir, it appears to be a bag with a white powder substance. I would assume it's cocaine again. Shit, fuck. Lock down the White House now, damn it. He is going to have a rave. I know it. for that super dank meme I did at the ending. The, the, the Christina Peshaw quack was just a little something for the end. I thought it would be like a cherry on top. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love you guys. This is too much fun. It's too much fun. What can you say? What can you say? I know. I know. It's, it's a good time. They never figure out, like, what, why isn't he... This this guy needs to stop saying the things and doing the things. They it's been so long since America had somebody actually do legitimate entertainment. They don't know what the fuck to make of me. It's so weird. Me and the meme team are out here doing old school comedy. This shit. We're not fucking re. We're not doing uh, anything that's like never been done. Maybe the content and the way we produce it, but like the irreverent comedy used to be a staple of American culture, and all these assholes on the fucking political class are panicking because they forgot what it was like to have to deal with the culture kicking them in the dick. 
The culture's been so fucking watered down and weak. They look at the show and they quote me as an official political operative person. I'm wearing a fucking t-shirt that says beard vet with a hat with my own goddamn name on it. And, and we do jokes all day long. And they're like, ah, this is what sanctioned by the campaign. It's like, dude, yeah. Welcome to America, you fucking pussies. It's called free speech. It's called entertainment. Welcome to the new culture. Same as the old culture, just maybe a little more savage, okay? They just, they never figured out, though. It's so fucking funny. I'm like, all right, I don't give a fuck. Like, these people can all eat a big, fat, veiny cock. A big, fat, MAGA veiny cock, which would be great. All right, so uh, let's see. What else do I got? God, that's such a good meme. Bad karma, dude. Congratulations, by the way. Great fucking meme, bud. You did a good job with that one. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. You know who else liked it, Bad Karma? I'm not sure how you feel about goatees, but... Hey, you told me you like goatees, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. All right, that's enough. All right. Now, I'm about to pull this show over for something. And I feel a little bit like an asshole, but I also don't like letting shit slide. I don't even know if I should bring it up, but unfortunately, I just noticed this individual. He's in my chat, and I like him. I got no problems with him, but uh, I'm fighting the urge to stay on track, but I feel like I kind of have to fucking... I used to like you, but you cuss too much. You're not a good Christian. You're not exactly like us. I am subscribed. I feel a little bad because he already knew I was coming for him. And so did the chat. Now, you didn't do anything wrong, Dwayne. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. You didn't do anything wrong today. You're fine. And as much as we've disagreed because you're always wrong and I'm always right, and you know that, you've never abandoned the show. You've always stuck by the show. Hey, he knows it's him. But it's, you're fine, Dwayne. You're fine. You didn't do anything wrong, okay? So settle down. Unfortunately, it does involve your family, though. Your fucking brother attempted to destroy my name a year ago on Truth Social. And he decided to post about me, and I had a back-channel conversation with you and went, why the fuck would he do this without talking to me first? Remember that? Remember that, Dwayne? Your fucking bitch-ass brother decided to run his mouth to his 100,000-plus unhinged fucking Q-tard supporters and inundated my true social account with bullshit. Remember that? Like a fucking goon. He could have come to me because we used to be friends, and instead he ran his fucking yap like a retard. And now your goddamn brother is on Twitter retweeting me, following me, and replying to me as if nothing happened because he's clout chasing, because no one gives a fuck about him and what he writes anymore, and everybody is trying to ride my dick again. And I see it every goddamn day. And unfortunately, Dwayne, that's not your fault. But he's not fucking here. And I'm pissed off about it because 
I'm like, really? Really? You're just going to just follow me again like nothing happened? Like you didn't just badmouth the shit out of me about a bunch of stuff that I was fucking right about and your ass was wrong about? Really? We're not going to talk about the fact that he slandered my name on True Social and said he was going to provide receipts and then didn't do a goddamn thing and then he ended up being wrong about every fucking thing he ever predicted? Are you shitting me? And now he's riding my dick again, retweeting me, along with a bunch of these fucking idiots that used to follow me, but I hurt their feelings because they don't want to watch the show no more. And now they're all following me again. Now, why does this piss me off? It doesn't piss me off because he decided he was wrong and decided that Dilly was right. And it doesn't piss me off that he's supportive of the show once again. It pisses me the fuck off because he retweeted me and now all of his faggot followers are trying to follow my account and I'm going to have a whole bunch of where we go one, we go all idiots in my mentions, okay? I am not, I'm fine with him reading my shit. I'm fine with him watching my shit. I don't mind if he even likes my shit. I don't want him sharing my shit with his fucking idiot friends, okay? That's my problem. I don't want him retweeting me. Fucking leave me alone. I don't want any part of anybody that's dumb enough to follow him. You understand me? This is where I'm at right now. Okay, I like you, Dwayne, which is why you're still here. After all these years, no matter what, you stick to it. You, you're like, you got thick skin, my friend, and I respect that. But your bitch-ass brother doesn't, and he shouldn't be fucking sharing my stuff. So you tell him, no more retweeting Dilly. That's it. I don't want to have to ban him, all right? I don't want to block the guy. Because I don't mind if he fucking steals ideas off of me and goes and writes about it because I inspire him. But I don't want his fucking people finding my shit. You understand me? Okay, good. Thank you. That's just, that's all I want to say. That's the bottom line. Because Brendan Dilly said so. Yeah, dude, all of them are coming back out of the woodwork. Some of you are in the chat right now, you fuckers. I know you are. I know they are. I know they are. I already know many of you are lurking now because the numbers are up across all platforms. So is my Twitter account. And I know you fuckers on True Social saw my President Trump post with me and Donnie J and my wife. I know, I know you saw that. And I know you saw, wanna see one of my favorite things? This fucking guy, here's one of the, my favorite things that fake political assholes do. Let me show you, okay? So this is a fun one. This one in particular, I just, I got a good laugh out of this. I put out a tweet yesterday that went mega viral, right? And it got picked up by big accounts and blah, 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 super exciting, yay. All right, what I love, is when an account like this one, who I've DM'd before, said, hey, I like your work, you do a good job. And he does, he, keeps, he plays it pretty down the middle. I can live with that. And you DM them and you say, I said to him, hey, I've watched your work for years, thank you for being consistent. No big deal, okay? And, uh, and he said, uh, thumbs up back, okay, fine. All right, you don't wanna exchange words, I get it. You're probably scared of what I might say or do. No problem, no worries, that's no big deal, okay? But then you saw that I followed you and you didn't follow me back. All right, all right, all right, fine, fine. You got a big account. You got a big account. I'm just, who am I? I'm just the Dilly Show, right? Why the fuck would you do that? But then I get all these notifications yesterday that my tweet that did like 4,000 retweets on Twitter also got 2,460 retruths on True Social. And I was unaware of this until I went over and I find out that you posted and tag me. Now, I don't have a problem with this. This is actually respect, DC Drano. You tagged me, you posted my fucking tweet, 
and it got a shitload of traction. Hey, I don't have a cool. But then I clicked on your profile. Yeah, he don't want to follow me still. He doesn't want to follow me still. Hey, thanks. I like the content. I'm going to tag you. Not going to follow you back. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Fine. Fair enough. Okay. You just didn't want to. Okay. I get it. You can't be seen with me. I understand. I understand. I get it. I know. So while Team Trump openly flaunts that they like me, you know, get to my picture with uh, Jason Miller got retweeted by Jason Miller. And my other friends on the campaign, they're like, yeah, that's Dilly. He does entertainment. He's crass and disgusting and offensive. But we love him, and he's funny, and he's a patriot. So they'll take ownership of me. But all of the political class of operative <laughs> can't be bothered to fucking admit that they follow my shit. They can't be, yeah, they can't be, they can't admit they're like, hey, this guy actually, he's really funny, but he's kind of smart too. So shh, really? Come on. Come on. No, no, DC Drano is not Dwayne's brother. Are you guys kidding me? No, his brother is Brian. That's not the same fucking guy. I'm just saying, this is happening all, everybody has to come eat their fucking, I'm gonna, everyone thinks I'll forget that I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that you said a thing or did a thing. Now, to be fair, DC Drano never did anything bad to me and he actually, I thank you for posting my shit and tagging me. I thought that was classy, but it just makes me laugh because they're like, they, they listen and they'll interact, but they're like, I don't want to actually admit how do I, how do I say this? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know if I want to admit that this is where I, yeah, look, it's inevitable, dude. I outlast everybody. It's, it's inevitable. On a long enough timeline, I always end up correct and I always end up winning. And that's because I do the work day in and day out. All right. So <laughs> it's funny. I don't know what to say right now. A lot of these people. This is what they do. They, and then they come back around and listen. To the, all the fans, that they headed me for two years because I made fun of your little fucking cult uh, following thing you were doing with your little Dungeons and Dragons shit. And you kept telling me that Donald Trump was going to get back in office in 2021 or maybe 2022. 23 at the latest. All of you fucking dweebs, it's okay. It's all good. You probably shouldn't have said all the crazy bullshit you said to me. Made fun of me for wearing a Q hat because of fucking sponsor of the show who made cool hats and he also made 45 hats and MAGA hats and a lot of fun stuff. So I wear his hat and now you go, this is your gotcha moment. And I'm like, yeah, I was paid to wear that. Like I like the guy, he did cool stuff. And when no one was making merchandise for your cult, one of my sponsors was, and I was cool enough to let him broad, you know, advertise. And now you're going to, oh, they all tried to cancel me. You tried to destroy my career, my show, and my friends. And none of it worked. None of it worked. And then you fucking went out and slandered me publicly. And now you're silently, quietly watching the show again. God. Write a fucking email. Send an apology at least so it's not awkward. You thought I was going to forget? You thought I was going to forget? I mean, come on. Just disgusting. Now, I'm not going to take this show down a negative path because it's been too much fun so far especially with some of the uh, goodies we've had on the show. I mean, this is just a delight. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought right? I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, will do, Bill. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you, Christina. But there's even some really, really beautiful memes that uh, we have yet to play on the show, and I'm going to take us back to the high ground 
with my friend Lauren Eve. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I went a-walking that ribbon of highway, and I saw above me that endless skyway, I saw below me that golden valley, this land was made for you and me. my footsteps and the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts all around me a voice was a sounding this land was made for you and me there was a big high wall there that tried to stop me the sign was painted said private property but on the back side, it didn't say nothing. This land was made for you and me. When the sun comes shining, then I was strolling, and the wheat fields waving, and the dust cloud rolling. A voice was chanting as the fog was lifting. This land was made for you and me. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. Thank you, Lauren. Isn't that beautiful? I thought that was awesome. That was a good way to get us back on track. All that negativity of me being mean and whatnot. Being a little mean. What are you going to do? I mean, look, dude. I think when you're the first to the party, you get a lot of shit. A lot of people are going to tell you you're, you're disgusting about how you warn them. Standing on a fucking hilltop screaming at these cunts five years ago that they're not strong enough to defend this nation. They're not strong enough to actually help Trump the way he needs the help. Five years ago, oh, you're disgusting. Oh, you say the language. Blah, 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 blah. Fast forward two years, I'm telling them, hey, you're stuck with this cocksucker in the White House right now, and we're going to have to all fucking fight in a totally unique way to get back on top and blah, 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 blah. And what? Oh, yeah, fuck you. You're a fucking traitor. I'll tell you. I'm sorry. God bless me with a fucking memory that uh, is like uh, an elephant's memory, all right? It's fucking locked in. So when I see people trying to climb back in, in my good graces, after you tried to fucking ruin me and try to drag my name through the mud, well, I'm going to say something. Yeah, it's going to happen. 
what's going to happen. Anyway, all right, let's talk about uh, on a lighter note. And by lighter, I mean totally not lighter and actually more fucked up than anything I've discussed today. Except for that whole Biden thing. That was pretty gross. Uh, Rudy Faria's mom is on the run after allegations that she held him as a sex slave and tortured him. Dude, what the fuck? If you haven't been following this story, it's unreal. Rudy Farias went missing eight years ago as a 17-year-old. And they were trying to find him. And he had been apparently on the, you know, they didn't know. They never found a body. There was fucking all kinds of, like, investigations. They could never find the kid. He just disappeared one day walking his two dogs. Out of the blue, a few days ago, he was discovered all battered and beaten and bloodied on the side of the road, okay? On the side of the road. And neighbors, neighbors were speculating that Rudy had never actually been missing. Two days later, there was a theory floated by the police that he may have been getting abused by his mother at 17 years old. And now the police went to arrest her and she was on the run. Now, this seems to be something far worse than what it sounds like, which, yes, mom apparently was keeping him as a sex slave and torturing him. I think she was pimping him, if you want my opinion. I think this is child sex trafficking 100%. Reported his kid, her kid missing and then held him hostage and trafficked him for money is what I think. But right now, the police are trying to arrest her or question her, and she's on the run from police. I'm guessing this kid finally was able to escape, and he uh, testified or told somebody what happened. Unbelievable, dude. This is like the most disgusting shit in the history of mankind. And... uh just one more re- reason you should go out and support the number one movie in America right now, Sound of Freedom, which is all about child trafficking in America. But you guys got to get out, support that thing. It kicked Indiana Jones's ass this last weekend uh, or whatever it came out a couple days ago. But if you get a chance to go see that film, definitely do that. I know I want to go out and see it uh, as soon as I have a chance. But uh, God bless this young man. I hope he, he gets the counseling and the help. Uh, that he's definitely going to need to recover from this disgusting shit. So, there you go, dude. I mean, that's unfucking believable Yeah, people said the movie was unreal, The uh, Sound of Freedom. It's crazy, dude. We gotta clean up this country. We got a lot of cleanup to do. Gotta clean it up. Gotta get rid of the fucking perverts and the weirdos first, okay? Gotta deal with them. Yeah, you gotta, get, you gotta deal with these fucking people. They're disgusting. All right couple of big things happening around the world and the internet today and excuse me rather yesterday meta launches a data harvesting twitter clone and then it immediately started censoring people i are, do people still use facebook i'm not on facebook i you know they banned me and then uh, you know almost a year ago and even before that i wasn't really like posting on there i just would broadcast on there but do people still actually use Facebook, is that, like, those of you who are on Facebook, is it noticeably slower, or is it still pretty, like, popping? Like, 
Apparently, people were like, oh, okay, I'll give the new Twitter clone a try. And then it didn't do shit. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the story is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not 100% certain. Also, what the fuck is going on on uh, CloutHub right now? Is CloutHub having a conniption? Now, I know you guys love me over there, but I don't think you 22,270 views love me. What, what is actually going on on CloudHub right now? I just, we're talking tech companies and social media, and this broadcast, which is still on over there, somehow is showing 22,000 views, but I only have six, six thumbs ups. <laughs> I feel like there might be a discrepancy with the actual, can somebody explain how they do, is that how many seconds I've been on the air so far? Like, how are we at 22,000 views so far on CloudHub? I don't. It's something doesn't feel very authentic over there about this. I just don't. I'd like to believe that I'm getting that kind of views over there, but I just really don't. <laughs> I, just, I just glanced at it. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm like, we're at 22,000 people watching the show right now on CloudHub. I didn't even know there was 22,000 people still using CloudHub. I mean, respect if you do, but I didn't know that. It's just... uh unbeknownst to me you know what maybe maybe Dwayne's brother shared the show over there maybe that's what happened it must have been that <laughs> uh, all right we got more news hold on all right you did the disgusting sex slave story we did the fucking uh, meta story oh this is a good one here we go here we go this is uh you guys want to talk a little uh yeah here we go let's do this let's do a little jobs story why not Little econ, I haven't got to do econ recently. I mean, not real heavy, but let's just talk about this a little bit. Private sector uh, U.S. companies added 497,000 jobs in June, more than double expectations. Do you think that's true? What do you guys, do you guys think that's true? It doesn't feel like that's true. Like, like they expect you to come in at 250,000 or 240,000 and then you're like, just kidding. It's 500,000. Like, really? I I don't... You guys don't find this a little suspect as fuck? Like, it's one thing to beat expectations by a little, but how did you double them? Now, I'll admit, I don't get a lot of emails right now from people who lost their jobs recently. And normally when the, there's a downturn in jobs, I always am one of the first people to get emails. Okay, listen to me. Just hear me out. Uh, because of what I do for a living, I tend to be somebody where I'm like a little bit of a bell, you know, a bellwether fucking measurement for shit. And these guys, I normally, if the market's turning at all, I'll get emails that guy, hey, man, I just lost my job. I got laid off. So I haven't been getting a lot of fucking. Uh... Okay, well, let's look, look, here's an example. Our boy Bruce Wayne says I increased my staff by 40 percent, hiring eight new staff to care for the pets. Okay, so there's one business person right there who just increased his staff by 40%. I mean, listen, let's just go anecdotally here. I'm not getting emails from people losing their jobs anymore. I did at one point. I did get those emails the summer that Biden got into office and then last summer. But what do you guys think? I, I still don't think the number is real, but I also know that it doesn't look like we're heading for a recession either. 
There's a lot of people who are going to say that to you, but it just isn't, it's not showing up there. Now, let's dig inside of where the jobs are getting added, okay? Let's see specifically what area are the jobs being added. The job growth was leisure, hospitality, education, trade, and utilities. High-paying information, finance, and professional jobs all declined. Interesting. Okay. Let's dig into the numbers, you guys. Let's take a look here. So we've got... Uh, 69,000 in natural resources and mining. We've got 97,000 in construction. They lost 42,000 in manufacturing. But then we've got trade, transportation, utilities adding 90. Information lost 30. Financial activities lost 16. Professional business services lost 5. Education and health services added 74,000. Leisure hospitality, 232,000. And then other services, 28,000. So... Is it reasonable to say that 232,000 of those jobs are probably summer jobs? Soul Memes just uh, made a comment. I've nearly doubled my headcount. Listen, Soul Memes just said they, they, that she just doubled her headcount. But when I see 232,000 uh, for leisure hospitality, I'm just thinking summer jobs. It was, it's for June. Oh my God. Oh my God. I think I know what this means. There is a man who lives in Georgia, who predicts the future. I know what that is. I know what it is. We're going to go ahead and credit. We all can see on the screen right now where the jobs were added. And the, the reason the numbers are doubled is this one right here at the top, right? It's 232,000 leisure hospita hospitality jobs. Summer jobs. You know who that is, don't you? Do you want to know why you're shocked? Do you want to know why they don't make any sense? Because the generation of children that are going to save this fucking country all just turned 16 and can finally get summer jobs. That's why you didn't see it the last decade. Those lazy twat waffles couldn't do shit. Or the decade before that. Those are 16-year-old Gen Zers. Those are Zoomers who are based as fuck. Those are the kids that listen to The Dilly Show. Those are the kids that support Trump and wake up every morning listening to Andrew Tate. Those are fucking kids that just turned 16 at the end of this high school year and went out and got jobs. Those are part-time summer jobs for a bunch of fucking based Zoomers. Bet. The reason the numbers don't make any sense is because that generation prior to this year 
probably wasn't eligible for summer work that would actually count. Those are 16, 17-year-old kids, 18-year-old kids. I'm telling you right now, that generation's going to save your fucking ass. They're going to save your fucking ass from boomers. Don't be mad at me, boomers. You fucking know it, and I fucking know it. Those are young people that wanted work. And the reason the numbers are so obnoxiously high is that none of the fucking dorks at the top of the food chain realize that Gen Zers and younger are conservative as fuck and want to work. All of my fucking kids and their friends all want jobs and work. Sophia's got like two or three jobs right now. Jasmine works for me. Jasmine's boyfriend has a job. He's, he's out working everybody at his place and the kid's only 16. There you go. Sacramento Patriot says his 15-year-old nephew just got hired at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, nobody's inferring that boomers didn't work. I'm saying that your leadership fucked the country. Do I really have to have this conversation with you fucking people again? You gonna be all thin-skinned and defend Hillary Clinton? You gonna defend everybody else that's in your generation that ruined this fucking country? Are you serious? I have to do this again? If you are a good boomer, you're the exception, not the rule. Just so we're clear. I have to fucking do this again. I, have to, I always have to handhold the fucking boomers because they don't like when I remind them that every crooked cunt politician is in their fucking age demographic. Are you shitting me again? Don't make me do this. I love you guys. You guys all, I'm giving you, the Dilly 300 boomers, a pass. But you fucking know the leadership that came out of your fucking age group are some of the biggest cunts on planet Earth. Are you serious? Don't do this to me again. You know, you know what? Chat, self-fucking-police these people. I can't hold your goddamn hands again. I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking doing it again. I've had it. I'm not judging you as an individual. I'm saying the cunts that you grew up with ruined the fucking planet, and you know it. I know you fucking know it. I'm clarifying that, by and large, Gen Zers, who both work and aren't fucking supervillains, are going to save the goddamn mess that, Gen, or that the fucking boomers created, that the fucking Gen Xers continued, and that the fucking, what, what generation am I? Millennials also made even worse. I have to always clarify this because there's always going to be a couple of them. You know, we worked, we had jobs. Like, yeah, bitch, I didn't say you didn't have jobs. I'm saying that every generation up until about Gen Z has been dog shit since the greatest generation. Do I really, does that make you feel a little more like better boomers? Millennials are just as fucking responsible, okay? No, they're not, but they are pretty bad. Millennials, Gen X, fucking boomers, dog shit. There's only two that are still worth the shit walking around. Greatest generation and Gen fucking Z. Don't shoot the messenger. I don't give a shit. I can go and if I really wanted to, I could dig into this and show you by the goddamn numbers, but it's true. It's true. <clears throat> That's the way it is. It's so awkward, too, because I know you guys know better. Like, a lot of you grew up. Like, when you first entered the workforce, a lot of the people that destroyed this country were starting just beginning to get jobs in, in positions of politics and power. I know you know they ruined the fucking planet. I know that it was accelerated by a bunch of fucking Gen Xers that didn't have any parents, and then it was even worse expedited by a bunch of woke millennials. We all know how this worked. Jesus Christ. All I'm saying is these job numbers indicate to me, I think they're probably still a little bit cooked, but when you see 232,000 leisure hospitality jobs, 
and other service jobs, that makes me feel like we might have a whole fucking uh, group of American children that just entered the workforce. You should be celebrating this. You should be absolutely thrilled that young people have a, an inherent fucking work ethic. You should be absolutely proud. If this is what I believe it is, if this is what I believe it is, then I believe you've got a sign of uh, light at the end of that tunnel. These kids are going to be voting. These fucking kids are going to be voting in the 2024 election. They're coming. These Gen Zers are going to vote in the 2024 election. And they ain't voting for a fucking 82-year-old crooked pedophile. They're coming. They're coming next year. My Sophia will be voting in the 2024 election. Her friends and many others in her generation will be voting. Many of you as kids will be voting. God, dude, I swear to you. Why do you guys do that to me? You make me an asshole. You always find someone's little fucking squishy spot. You know what I'm saying? You remember the squishy spot on babies? You're not supposed to touch it? Got a squishy spot? I got a bunch of squishy spots in the fucking audience. Like, Dilly, don't push on her skull. It's soft right there. I'm like, okay, sorry. Or your shit comes out fucked up because your mom's cooter was too tight. You have to like, they're like, don't worry, his head. We're just going to wear this helmet thing and he's not going to be a cone head forever. We're just going to kind of reshape it back down. You had a narrow fucking hoo-ha. That's what I feel like I'm dealing with sometimes. I'm like, okay, oh, sorry, hold on. This one's got a soft spot. Don't touch it. You feel the soft spot? Yeah, skull didn't close all the way. Got to be careful. It's going to be open like that for a little bit longer. It's fucking, Jesus, dude. Every time. Every fucking time. Uh, uh, I didn't take offense of what you just said about people I went to high school with. Uh. <laughs> really? Don't you let me push on my squishy part. Don't you think you push on my squishy part. It's like, okay, I get it. I pushed on your squishy spot. I'm sorry. I know. It's, it's okay. It's just, it's okay. You're going to be all right. Put your fucking little hat back on. Put your little helmet back on so we can close your skull up and you can get stronger, okay? Don't want your brain falling out. Can't have the babbies, the babby fucking uh, boomers with their little heads fucking squishy spots getting bunked. You got to be careful. Yeah, you got to coddle them. You got to bless their little hearts and rub their backs, put their little helmets back on them until it closes up. It's closing. It just takes a little longer. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it's a little spot. It's a soft one with a cone head. Your mom's vagoo is really small. It's good. Your dad is very thankful. It's okay. Don't worry. Fine. Let's just judge you by the company you keep. Like this guy who's a boomer. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Now, to be fair, that's a boomer, and this is a millennial. You see the difference between the two? You got Leisure Suit Larry and fucking Donald Duck. Hey, you told me you like goatees. Boomer. So I try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Millennial. See the difference? Boomer. Hey, you told me you like goatees. So I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Millennial. There you go, see? Gen Xer. You're a cunt. Gen Xer. Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Everything is racist. 
Everything is racist. Always in time. Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Boomer! Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Millennial! Gen X! Hey, you told me you like goatee, so Millennial. I thought I'd try. Boomer. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try. Uh, Gen X. Talk to you later. Bye. Millennial. Boomer. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Gen X. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Millennial! <laughs> See? Does that help? Dude, shout out to everybody who understood the Leisure Suit Larry joke. I love you. Thank you for always laughing at my 1990s comedy. I love that. I love when I get a good, uh, I love when I get a good fucking uh, 1990s, like, pervert video game reference that, like, my audience understands. Yeah, I appreciated that. That was fun. That's a good time. I, uh, there was like six of you that were like, oh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you like that? You like a little Leisure Suit Larry? God, he, he fucking Leisure Suit Larry would get it in, though. Hey, you told me you like goatee, so I thought I'd try uh, going back. Talk to you later. Bye. Dude, this fucking guy. If you can't charm him, trick him, right, Bill? You know that's how that was. That was, he lived by this shit. If you can't charm him, trick him. Tell him you're rich. Grow a pencil goatee out. All the ladies fucking want the pencil goatee. Huh? Huh? Listen, I've got this pencil goatee and $40. What are you going to do? Huh? What do you want? I got a fucking pencil goatee and 40 bucks. Come on. You ever seen a studio apartment on third floor? Huh? I got it. Yes, it's on the alley, but if you look to the left, you can still see kind of like a little bit of the water. A little bit to the, on the, if you look left, if you go out on the balcony in the alley and look left, if you look just past the high rise uh, across the street, there's a little bit of water. It's got to, I mean, technically it is water view. Like I sit out there with my chair and I can still see water whenever there's not a car passing. Do you understand? It's technically water. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very influential. I'm uh Involved with the Team DeSantis campaign, they they have me to all their biggest events. It's a it's a very big deal. It's not always, yeah, it's not easy, you know, doing what I do. It's just uh, you know, it's a grind like anything. I just work really hard, put out just the great content and the fans. You know, I do this for the fans mostly because uh, eventually they'll DM me and I can hopefully hopefully get the digits and uh, trick them into having sex with me or a hand job or something. You know, so whatever. Yeah, I'm open. I always have like an extra 40 in my pocket. So whatever 40 will get you, I'll take it. You know, I'll take what I can get. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, Christina? Yeah, totally, Bill. <laughs> Who do you mean? Who do you mean? Don't make fun of him. Uh, is this what passes as comedy team Trump? Huh? You gonna keep putting Dilly in the front row? Huh? This is what passes his comedy? You know they're gonna do... You know they're gonna try to get me canceled with Team Trump, right? Because I'm friends with people who are on the campaign. 
They're like, oh, hey, that's really funny, man. We appreciate you. Thank you for promoting the president. Disavow the Daily Show. He said a bunch of dirty words. Homophobic slurs. You know what's coming. I don't even give a fuck. It was the funniest thing ever. I was, uh, I was told that they're going to expose me next. They're going to expose me, which I'm assuming that means they're going to go through, probably read my book, and then dig into my child custody cases in which I have won all of them. But hey, dude, that should be, it should be a lot of fun. Got to dig into it. Oh, I'm going to expose the way that you had a divorce and she said mean things about you once. And then you wrote about it in a book. Okay. All right. Boogity boogity. Huh, Lauren Eve? That's right. It's fucking people. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. It's been a fun show. It's been a slice. I love you guys. Tomorrow's fucking Q&A Friday, so make sure you email me all of your relevant questions. But uh, I think I'm done today. I'm going to go. My, I have a quiet house. The family is currently floating down a river on tubes, which means I am going to immediately get back on Twitter and try and get John Cardildo to send me more DMs. He's a psycho. All right, you guys. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. See you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. There's not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.